Welcome to Concafe for the 30th day, the last day of November, year of our Lord 2023. What a joy it is to be alive. What a joy it is to have the freedom to get into God's Word and to be blessed, to bless others. And I hope you're ready, because I am. And we're looking at the psalm for this coming Sunday, Psalm number 80, the first seven verses in the New International Version of the Bible. And the devotional is called The Restoring Shepherd. He restoreth my soul. Remember what psalm that's from? Are you ready to get into God's Word? I am. Verse 1. Hear us, shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manassas. Awaken your might, come and save us, restore us, O God. Make your face shine on us, that we may be saved. How long, Lord, God Almighty, will your anger smolder against the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have made them drink tears by the bowlful. You have made us an object of derision to our neighbors, and our enemies mock us. Restore us, God Almighty. Make your face shine on us, that we might be saved. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, a happy and joyous tremendous, terrific Thursday be yours, dear friend. May this find you well as it leaves me, and I pray the Lord bless you with many blessings in such a tremendous way that you become a blessing to others. In my senior year of high school, one of my classmates got a part-time job at a service station doing car inspections. He did so well he bought himself a brand new Dodge Cuda. Hope I'm saying the right brand. It's one of those Mopar. Don't believe it was uh, Chrysler. I think it was a Dodge Cuda, Barracuda. But this was the fancy one with just the four-letter word, Cuda. It was purple, shiny purple, with a white interior. Later reports about this young man told me that he had dropped out of school to work full-time. My guess is that it was difficult to maintain his car payments and upkeep, and I do hope he finished his educational goals. Now, that Cuda, along with the muscle cars of my era, are now what we call restored cars, which I love. The big four of the automakers made many boys, and yes, even girls, break the commandments of coveting their product. The Camaro, the Mustang, the Roadrunner, the Barracuda, and so many others were on most of the guys' drool lists. <laughs> there was for some years in the town of Hempstead, Texas, a warehouse owned by an auto dealer that featured a lot of these and other restored cars, just wonderful. It was many, many years ago that we went by and that same Cuda or like when like it, was for sale in that warehouse for $39,999. That price tag, as well as other price tags, led to some thinking that coveting was one thing and robbing banks to buy a restored car 
was quite another matter. <laughs> well, friends, what I love more than restored cars are restored people. The kind the psalmist speaks of, those who realize that all is not well within and someone like Jesus needs to come in and change that, restore what should be in here rather than what has crept in, what has eaten in and become that which drives us and guides us. Now, as a pastor, <clears throat> I have come to love the changes that God can and does bring to us when we turn to him and ask for the makeover. As a brand new pastor in my first and only student appointment in Waco many years ago, I was a newlywed and Nellie and I would go down on Friday evenings when I was only recovered to go, required to, to go on Sunday mornings to preach, but homie don't play that. I, if I was going to serve a church, I was going to serve a church and Going Friday, Saturday to visit people, Sunday to worship. I even started a Sunday night service. And I went down during the week whenever I had time between classes to go and visit my flock. But I visited a lot of the members that were on the church's Rolodex. Remember those? <laughs> Remember we were in the pre-computer days. This was 1978 that I'm talking about. And one of the stops that Ellie and I made was to a young man who had done what other kids only threatened to do. And that was he ran away and he joined the circus. He spent several years working in the circus and this young man, we'll call him Johnny, came home, left the circus left behind. And he had married and had two young children. So as I went and visited him, I found him to be a bearded man wearing what he might have been used to wearing in the circus. And I talked to him. I prayed with him. We talked about Scripture. And I shared with him the Word of God and made the invitation for him to accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior, and he did that very evening. We prayed, we hugged, and I invited him to come to worship with us on Sunday, that following day almost. So that next day, that Sunday morning, a small family walked into our church. And when I greeted them, I was shocked. This was Johnny, but I didn't recognize him. The beard was gone. The long hair was gone. He was wearing a suit and a tie. His kids, his wife were all dressed to the nines. <laughs> God had restored him. Christ had remade him into a new creature, as he's done with many of you and with me. Now, friends, as you and I may seek restoration, we have to acknowledge the weight of our tears, the anguish that has filled our cups. And we need to recognize our reality, that of feeling scorned, refused, mocked by our neighbors, laughed at by our enemies. We truly don't have anywhere to turn except to God. And we can plead for his intervention and for his face to shine upon us and asking that God bring to us salvation and deliverance.
In seasons of despair, we too find ourselves crying out for God, for God to come in and with his presence to restore us. We may feel overwhelmed by adversity. We may feel surrounded by challenges that seem insurmountable. It's in those moments that our hearts echo the psalmist's plea for restoration and salvation. And the good news? It's available, man. It's available to all who ask. The question is, what are you waiting for? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, shepherd of our souls, we come before you acknowledging our need for your restoring presence in our lives. Shine your face upon us, O God. And bring forth restoration where there is brokenness, hope where there is despair. Lead us in your paths of righteousness and grant us the strength to face our challenges. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friend, have a great blessed day in the Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Here's your call to action. Seek the Lord now. Don't put it off any longer. Press all the buttons there. Make the world know Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Jesus has restored you, and you are a new creature, and so can people be. Press the like button, thumbs up, subscribe, whatever is there, whatever platform you're hearing this, so that we may reach the world for Jesus. Receive my blessings of love, my thankfulness to God for you, because I love you, and I pray the Lord bless you and keep you now, and always pray for this old man. I love you. Adiós.